1984, Ramona Pearson was living in California. She ran marathons and was in the Marine Corps. I came home from work. I had a marathon on the next day, so I thought I would just go out for a jog just to keep my muscles warm. As I ran across the street, a man ran a red light and hit me. It was like a grenade went off in my head. I just felt my life's blood coming out of me. Ramona was dying, but another driver had seen the hit and run, and fortunately, he knew what to do. I was one of the lucky ones because whoever stopped had saved my life. He was able to keep my my lungs from collapsing by putting a pin through through my throat. And I ended up being transported to the hospital. I have no recollection of anything that happened until I woke up 18 months later. When Ramona came out of her coma, she was blind, and she no longer knew how to speak. It's the strangest feeling, as if I was put into a, um, a casket of sorts and had no way to articulate to people what I was feeling. At the hospital, Ramona underwent multiple surgeries, but they could only help her so much. She still couldn't speak or write and didn't know how to function as a blind person. She just seemed too broken to ever really recover. So instead of putting Ramona in rehabilitation, social services decided on a strange place to send a 23-year-old. They just were like, let's just throw a, a dart at, the, at a map, and I landed in a senior citizen's home. When the senior citizens saw their newest member for the first time, it wasn't just her age that made her seem different. She weighed 68 pounds, was bald, and covered in scars. Ramona wore hospital scrubs and carried only a suitcase filled with medical records. And she couldn't see or speak to them. I'm sure they thought, oh, E.T. just arrived to the doorstep. And, and I know that at the point, I could just feel that pause that happens in a room when somebody walks in and they're a little bit shocked when, when you come in. Um, they brought me into an apartment and it was completely empty. And when they looked around, I guess, at me, asked me if I had any um, furniture to move in there or any clothes. And of course, the social worker that was with me just answered that I had nothing. So some of the seniors banded together and came up with a plan. They took me out to lunch, and when I came back, the place was filled with furniture and people had donated clothes. Of course, you know, the clothes were polyester. The seniors just seemed to want to help her. They, unlike the hospital, thought she might be able to get better. Every group had something they wanted to help her with. The senior men wanted her to talk. They decided that I needed to learn some some real words <laughs> that would be good for everyday life. They would bring in their own version of cuss word scrapple. One of the men would tell her what letters she had in front of her, and she would memorize them. And seeing them in her mind, she would spell out something crude. Of course, my first words were those that I can't repeat. We would play these games, and they were so much fun that I think that that is what actually 
broke some of my inhibitions that I had acquired. It's really hard for an adult to to learn to speak because you have your ego that gets in the way. So there was the physical damage that I had to overcome. But at that point, I also had the uncomfortable feeling of hearing a new voice come out of my mouth. Next, a woman who had once been a school teacher wanted her to learn how to write. She happened to have Alzheimer's. She could never remember what she taught me before. So I learned to write again because of the uh, redundancy. I didn't really understand what was wrong with her until she kept asking me every day what a hamburger was. So it finally sunk in that there was something cognitively different about her. Often she would get lost and people would go out and find her. So I didn't feel so bad about myself being lost all the time. Ramona could be exactly who she was with the seniors, fumbles and all. The senior center turned out to be the best place Ramona could have ended up. And that was a lucky break. They took me under their wings, literally, uh, took me under their wings. And I spent every moment of my waking time for probably close to a year with the senior citizens. Ramona had come so far in her time with the seniors, and they wanted to give her even more. So they raised enough money to send Ramona to a school where she could learn how to function as a blind person. And she did well for herself. Learning how to learn again set her on a new path. She wanted to study the healing process, so she went back to school and eventually became a neuroscientist. And after all that, she's still grateful for her time at the Senior Center. It was probably the most remarkable experience of my life. When you would think that it would be so tragic for me, it was actually filled with laughter and humor, and I believe that everybody felt a purpose. And I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. Thank you, Ramona, for sharing your story. Now, about 10 years after her accident, Ramona was able to regain sight in one eye with surgery. Ramona Pearson is a two-time TED Talk speaker, and she's just launched a new company specializing in artificial intelligence. We'll have a link on our site, snapjudgment.org. See, you never know what can happen. That piece was produced by Lindsay Lee Keel and Renzo Gorio. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.